This is a podcast by Wellhouse Church, where personal spiritual growth is fueled through a variety of practices rather than a single prescriptive time of devotion, where we discuss different spiritual practices that help us be more present with God, others, and ourselves. You cannot find peace by avoiding life. Virginia Woolf. Today we're talking about the nines. The nines. Um, so first of all, what's going on, practitioners? How we doing? Um, the nines are an interesting character. They are. Um, They're a different kind of person. They're a different kind of human being. They are known as the peacemaker. Um, yep. What does Saturate the World call him the peacemaker? A peaceful person. A peaceful person. Um, I don't think that that really bothers me all that much. No, <clears throat> most most of their different ways of being referred to don't bother me. Um, they're except the, for for me the uh, uh, <laughs> the the wise person with the five. Oh, for the five, yeah, that kind of bugged me a bit. Yeah. So, um. What do you have for famous nines? Yeah, it's hard for me to pinpoint if these people are nines. Um, I've got one that I know is a definite nine. Yeah. um, Yeah, so I've got Abraham, like Father Abraham. I've got Abraham Lincoln, Dwight Eisenhower, Ronald Reagan, Bill Clinton, Will Ferrell, Matt Damon, Sandra Bullock, Clint Eastwood, Jerry Seinfeld, and Frodo Baggins. So they used Frodo for a nine and a six. Did they use Frodo for a six, or yes. did did the road back to you? Oh, use the road him for back to you used him for a six. Yeah, um, yeah. They don't use him. They don't use Frodo for saturate the world. But it does make sense that you would put you would put people in. Their integration and disintegration. Yeah, I mean, right. So as yeah. we go between them, if they put them as a six versus these people put them in a nine, yeah, it kind of makes sense. It makes sense. But so one of them that I, I'm not going to name the other two because I don't think they're nines. Um, but the the first one here in the road back to you is Barack Obama. You think he's a nine? I think he could be a nine. Mm. I really think so. Um, I think he's a healthy nine. Yeah, um, I'm not saying they're not. I don't know, and I don't. I don't know that nines. This is my thought on it. I don't know that nines are the easiest ones. Well, to look at and go, oh yeah, they're a nine. They're the most mistyped number on the enneagram. Yeah, for sure. I Statistically think speaking, that is true. I think that's probably fair. Um, but nines for me. So I've known two nines in my life. Okay. Um, have you known any? One. One of the ones you know. Okay. Um, and I didn't know them very well. Yeah. Um, so I've known a healthy nine and I've known an unhealthy nine. Okay. The one that we both know at the time that I knew this person was an unhealthy nine. Okay. Um, and something that I, I love that Ian does here, um, when he's talking about the nine's deadly sin, being sloth, right? Right, right, yep. Um, so, the sloth of nines is a, 
of a spiritual nature, right? Okay. Um, average nines are disconnected from the passion and motivational drive necessary to rise up from their one wild, precious life. Immature nines don't fully connect the fire and the belly they need to chase after their God-given life, mm -hmm. and as a result, fail to become their own person. But trapping into those fiery passions and instinctual drives would upset the inner peace and equilibrium of the nine treasures the equal and equilibrium the nine treasures above almost everything else. This idea that they can get so comfortable in what they know and who they are that they that they don't feel the need to move beyond that. That they don't feel a need to deconstruct, to push forward. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because it upsets their inner peace. Yeah, so I think that's the point, is not that they don't feel the need. Um, I think they can feel the need, but for whatever reason, in their upbringings, nines, um, in their need... <clears throat> to just kind of go with the flow and avoiding rocking the boat. And, and, and because they felt they need to do that, they never assert themselves. Yeah. They never get comfortable in following who they are, their intuition and being bold. Yeah. And so it's, it, I don't know that I agree with you in that they they don't feel the need to. I think they absolutely feel the need to, but they can't muster the courage. Well, in maybe order that's to do fair. That. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's a better way to say it. Um, Which is also part of the reason I'm not so sure that I th agree that Barack Obama is a nine. But but so let's go up to let's talk about like a healthy nine real quick though. They're natural mediators. They see value in perspectives of other people. They. Um, are unselfish, flexible, and inclusive, right? Yeah, I think... Seldom attached to their own way of seeing and doing things, right? Um, the healthy nine that I've talked about, you also know this person. You just didn't realize this person was a nine. Oh, okay. Um, a friend of mine that I've recently really reconnected with. Okay. Um, this is absolutely how he is. Hmm. Just so open-minded yeah i think for me it i think the nine is nece not necessarily more embodied in the open-mindedness but it's more embodied in the um the pursuit of peace well the 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 kind of uh, don't want to be confrontational they want to harmonize things yeah like they just they want to exist and kind of go with the flow and and as such, they don't they're not really bold. They don't really speak out. They kind yeah. of just go with the flow and let things happen around them. And as such, they just kind of naturally surround themselves with people that are more more akin to do the things that they would want to do. Yeah, I reflect back on Obama's time in the White House, and I just don't know that that was him. I felt like that dude was always speaking out against something and being bold and trying to push the limits. I mean, Barack Obama did more in his presidency for the left than any other president before him. 
I mean, that's so fair. That might just be where I where I would might say I disagree with him. But once again, he's also right. He's a three six nine, so he could have just been in in his path integration or disintegration for threes and six when I'm thinking about him, right? There there could be yeah. other motivators there for, for how he ended up that way. But I will say I think that's a strength of the nine. Yeah. Is like their inclusivity. So yeah, their their inclusivity and their desire to just kind of go with the flow and yeah. Just like not not stir the pot kind of thing. Yeah. Now it's also kind of their weakness. Yeah. Because and maybe you shouldn't think about it as lazy. Well, but no, you absolutely should. Well, in the slothfulness, yeah, you could. And I know I know for me, but I think that's a that's a, like the the highly unhealthy nine. Right. Right, because me, my my disintegration as a 3 is a 9. Right. So, if you catch me just lounging around, I'm in a bad way, some kind of place. Yeah. Um, that is so not me. My integration is a nine. So if you find me lounging around and relaxing, that means I'm in a good place. Yeah. And don't bother me. <laughs> yeah. And for me, it's just not like I, I'm not in a good place uh, in, in that regard. But I don't, but I also don't know that you should think about it in. A physical laziness. Yeah, and physical laziness. It's not. Yeah. Like, like Ian was talking about, um, they're not chasing after that passion, that desire, right? That, that yeah. spiritual, um, it, it's a spiritual laziness, right? Yeah. Um, or, or just... An emotional laziness. Yeah, I, I think maybe you could just say drive in general. Yeah. Like, they, they're totally... An unhealthy this, nine. This is kind of weird, but like they're the potheads in life. Yeah, they're just like, "Hey, man, peace, love, be merry." Like, let's just all get along. Yeah, like they—they're totally just like no drive. I'm totally cool being here in the moment. Go with the flow. Yep. Like, let's just all be chill. Yep, that's um, a nine. But on the other side of that, um. For nines to be healthy, they need to have a passion that they care about and yeah, are pursuing. Yeah, yeah. Yep. If they ever lose sight of this passion, this is when they start to fall into an unhealthy place. Yep. Right? This is where they start to fall into their disintegration as a six. Right. Right? Um, so you need to, if you are a nine, you need to find that passion, whatever it is for you. Yeah. And pursue it wholeheartedly. Yeah, for sure. All right, so about halfway through the podcast, let's slip over to our spiritual practices, downstreams and upstreams, the mm. things that are easy for a nine. Should be pretty self-explanatory. Peacemaking. Yeah. Nine shouldn't feel bad about the desire to help others resolve conflict. Nope. So one of the nines that I was talking about, um, we were joking around with him yesterday, me and another buddy of mine, and uh, we were just talking about how he feels like sometimes he's an intimidating person to come up to. Um, 
like for people to come up to him and talk to. And we were like, dude, I don't know if that's true. Um, because you're just such a genuinely good guy. And if anybody has a problem with that, it's probably their problem. Oh yeah. Um, and so he ended up making a joke like, just let me help you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that's a nine's motivation, right? That's a downstream yeah. practice that that is something they want to do is just help. Yeah. Let me, they, they want to be that shoulder to cry on. Yeah. I think they, they have this innate desire for everybody to just kind of get along. And I think that's the place where I might make the difference is the two is driven by the need to help for Nine, the purpose of validation. Right. Nines want to help, but they don't want to serve. Right. That's the difference. A nine wants to help in ways of making peace. Everybody get along. There's just kind of coherence of the group kind of situation. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas a two, that's not what we mean by them helping. No, we mean actual service. Yeah, they they want Acts to do things for you. Yeah. I thought this one was interesting. It makes sense to me that this would be a downstream practice for a nine, but uh, nature walks. Ooh. Huh. Um, yeah, kind of being sense. alone, isolated, walking through being very kind of contemplative about nature and God's creation and what that means for relationship and harmony between the nature. Um, Hmm. The way those elements are working together. I never would have thought of that, but it does make sense. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily thought about it either, but I do think that that's really insightful for a nine. Yeah. Like to just take a stroll through a quiet trail and, Watch the birds, watch the trees, watch the squirrels play. Yeah. I think it it makes a lot of sense that it would be natural and easy for a nine to walk through and see the harmony in the world and go, oh yeah, there's gods in that. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Upstream practices. The things that are not easy... For the nine. You got any guesses? I don't. So think about a nine's nature to just kind of go with the flow. Oh, to speak up and say, like, this is what I want to do. Oh, well, that that's actually a good idea. Is it not in that list? It's not. Um, oh. That's actually a good one. But don't think about it in... in conversational aspects or interaction with other people, but just think about kind of spontaneous go with the flow versus structured ideas and what would be. Just read it. <laughs> You're so lame. I don't know, dude. I'm, I know I'm, I'm, I'm out of it. Yeah. Um, like a fixed Bible reading plan. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Um, but I also think that, and that's why these are the upstream practices. They're the things that are good for you, but they're not always easy. Yeah. An upstream practice, the Bible reading plan kind of thing. Yeah, it like, makes total sense. That's helpful. Until it's not. No, no, no. It's helpful because it's not. If it's not natural to you, you're not going to do it. Mm. But 
that doesn't mean you don't need to do it, right? There are lots of things that are not natural to us or we don't want to do, but they're helpful, beneficial, and wholesome and good for us when we do them. Mm. And nines kind of go with the flow. If they only wait to read the Bible until they feel like it, or it seems like the right thing to do, they might make their whole life and never read the whole Bible. Mm. What if they're just naturally not readers? Mm. That's a fair point. I mean, it's the things, the upstream practices are the things that we do that cut against our grain because we need to do them and they're life-giving to us, but they're not natural to who we are and our personalities. Yeah. The second one is actually something that you and I both do very regularly. Oh, praying the hours? Fixed hour prayers. Yeah. Because once again, it doesn't allow you to go with the flow. Right. There's a structure. There is a routine to it, and which I think is helpful. Sort of rigidity. Yeah. Yeah, which I think is helpful for a nine because just like we were talking about, not everything in law in life is going to just go with the flow. No, most things don't. There are going to be moments where we have to stop and do the thing that we don't necessarily want to do. There's a structure. There's yeah, you said rigidity, um, and and I don't think we should say that in a bad way. No, no, no. rigidity like, sometimes is a good thing. Well, it's just in life we have things, we have deadlines, we have boundaries. Like they're just things that have to be done. Yeah. And As, for, for my nine friends that I know, that rigidity, so one of them has struggled at um, college some because this person has a hard time meeting assignment deadlines. Oh. Kind of has this idea like, I pay you. Why should you tell me when to turn things in? <laughs> um, because that's how you get grades. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like from an academic standpoint, that's the argument, right? But like- yeah. Um, the rigidity portion, the idea of a deadline makes this person feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and so see that cuts against their nature, but by right. embracing this in a spiritual reality of like, Hey, I've got these three things throughout the day that I need to stop and do. Mm-hmm. I do them because they're life giving to me and I know that I need to do them. Um, I think I know a third nine that I just thought about, but I can't, I don't want to type this person. So, Oh yeah. Don't type people. That's um, the cardinal sin. Don't, yeah, don't I'm not going to do, well, it's not a cardinal sin. I don't believe I, cardinal sins. That's I not think a thing. it's well, cardinal sin in that. It's just like, um, like a part of speech, cardinal sin. Not I know it's like thing. a meta, like a, 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 a thing, but like, I, I, yeah. I don't like that term. <laughs> well, it's just because Clayton spent some time in the Catholic Church, and he's like weirded out about it. But so I think overall, the nines you need to embrace your go with the flow. Oh, absolutely! You need to embrace your peacemaker nature, but at the same point, like you can't you can't forget that there are things that we just have to do. Yeah, like you can't forget that. There are things that we have to do, and the things that we have to do can be good for us. Yeah. And that's the nuance there with the upstream practices. And so, as always, I want to leave us with the gospel nines need to believe. My ultimate peace is found in Christ, not my circumstances. I have been justified by faith and have peace with God through my Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus has solved my deepest conflict with God and has made me God's dear child. 
He has quieted my soul's deepest struggle with guilt by becoming my sin and my righteousness. I don't have to fear being good enough because I have Jesus. And he is my peace that surpasses all understanding. He is the God of peace who is always with me. I can rest because in Christ I am known and loved by God.